0: All right, guys, I just want to talk briefly about uh, skin infections, like cellulitis, erysipelas, and just kind of a little bit about the differential diagnosis of that and some of the things we got to look out for. You know, cellulitis is obviously something we see a ton of. Um, but, you know, um, sometimes the differential, people go, that oh, that's cellulitis, and they kind of get tunnel vision. So just kind of a general reminder. Other things that can mimic cellulitis are things like gout. Um, pseudogout can also uh, do it. It looks very identical. There's certain rashes, not something we see a lot out here, but Lyme disease, something called erythema migrans, which is like a bullseye erythematous rash that can sometimes be confused with a cellulitis. So if they have recent tick exposure and now they have a cellulitis or a you know the classic everyone gets spider bites for some reason around here. Um, <laughs> you know that's a other thing to keep on your um, radar. Uh, and then Uh, Other things more concerning, we look at like gas gangrene, so if they have crepitus, uh, obviously necrotizing fasciitis can be really uh, devastating and that's something we don't want to miss. And that, you know, is usually pain out of proportion to exam and, you know, that's necrotizing, so killing of like the muscle fascia. Um, One of the easy things we can do sometimes in the ED to look for um, abscess we're always concerned about with cellulitis is a quick ultrasound if you do the uh, superficial skin probe which is that long rectangular one cellulitis classically you see cobblestoning appearance on ultrasound and that is indicative of cellulitis and then of course we can look for abscess if it's on the hand and you're not sure what you can do is just get a tub and fill it with water because ultrasound loves fluid. And so you can just hover the probe right over their hand and look at the skin uh, for the fingers and for the hand if it's not a place that a probe can easily lie on. Um, also we want to remember when we're doing our management, a lot of these people are treated always Keflex Bactrim, very common outpatient medications. Um, we always want to cover for beta beta hemolytic strep and then cover with our MRSA which we can do with clindamycin or usually Bactrim here. Um, also, we want to we want to mark those edges, make sure they're not expanding. It's okay to tell people you may see a little bit of redness go past that line, but if it gets out of control, we want to come back. So we would give it about 24 hours before we want to say, hey, this should only be improving. This should not be worsening. Um, So those are really the big takeaways with cellulitis, something we see very commonly. Uh, Also, osteomyelitis can be a complication of that. I had a patient the other day. Remember, osteomyelitis on x-ray takes a while to show up, two to four weeks. So if they they got redness yesterday, now they're having questionable osteomyelitis on x-ray, that time frame is way, way too short. So, and then the definitive test for osteo is um, MRI. Uh, Always, uh, you can do with and without to look for bone marrow enhancement. That's why you would use contrast. Okay, thanks.